0: Love, talk Hello, radio. This is, this is Kayla McGuire with Tapping the Greater Olean. Um, I'm here joined with two guests today, students of St. Bonaventures, um, to discuss the recent executive orders that were signed last Friday by President Trump and how it's uh, it affected numerous people, but specifically the students here on campus. Um, are you guys here? Can you hear me and will you introduce yourselves?
1: Hi, my name
2: is Anissa Chaudhry. I'm a freshman biology major here at St. Bonaventure. Hi, my name's is Anissa Miller. I'm a sophomore sociology major also at St. Bonaventure.
0: Okay, and, um, now, Anissa Chaudhry, you said um, you're here as a biology major. You're also um, one of our Muslim students um, in the St. Bonaventure body. I wanted to ask you a few questions about what it's like growing up in Olean, um being of a Muslim faith. Um, first, is there any um, hard times you had when you were growing up? Uh, seeing that it's not a very diverse culture.
1: Um, surprisingly, there hasn't been. I haven't really been in trouble with any of that. Um, people are somewhat understanding here, but of course, since it's not diverse, I'm sure if someone were to wear like a headscarf, it would obviously be an issue. Um. Right. So my grandma wears a scars, and she's, like, visited Olean numerous times. And uh, we went to Walmart one time, and I definitely got a couple stairs. So it's not diverse. So, yeah, that would be a little
0: hard. Um, can you talk about where your family is originally from?
1: Um, well, I was born in Brooklyn. My parents were also born in the States. Um, but my grandparents are from Pakistan.
0: All right. And um, Anissa Miller is also here with us today, and she also is of uh, Yemeni descent, is that correct? Yeah. And can you talk a little bit about what it's like to be um, involved with everything that's gone on in our nation, like recently with the executive order, which banned seven countries, including uh, Yemen, was on that list, and just like your initial reaction to how it felt when you first heard the news. That's a question for both of you.
2: Yeah, well, at first, it wasn't really anything crazy to me because I've never really been affected by it. But then I thought of all my family members that I do still see, uh, like, almost every day in Buffalo, and they do wear a headscarf, and it just made me nervous thinking about them and how they would feel and how people look at them and stuff. So it, was, it started to shock me a little bit more, and it made me a little bit upset thinking more about them rather than
1: myself.
0: Right. Lisa. Um,
1: it, has, it didn't really affect me, but I used to work with um, the Syrian refugees and I went back to the camps uh, last May. So I was really thinking about them uh, when I first heard the news. I was just heartbroken, and then um, I got really upset about that um, over time. But um, I just hope it goes. It just goes away.
0: Can you explain to some people, um, like what
1: you did when you were over? You were in Greece, correct? When you were working with some Syrian refugees? Yeah, I was like with the work. Okay, so um, I went with my dad, who's an OBGYN here in Oregon, and uh, we went to help aid um, the Syrian refugees in Bethlehem, Greece. And, and there, um, we had multiple uh, hundreds of patients, and it was a makeshift clinic. Uh, we worked out of a van. Um, we had stories, we had translators, so we had heard a lot of stories. so many people were beat up and lots of bushes on their feet because they were traveling for um days um across countries and just swimming from their homes. I became really close with this one girl the Juan, and um she when I was playing with her, she was just telling me how when like, she used to learn math and science and until all the bad people came. So they're really not the issue. They're fleeing from ISIS control. They're innocent. Right.
0: Okay. And that's another thing I want to talk about is just if um if you could give an idea of how the people were over there. A lot of people have like this stigma about um, you know, the Muslim community and what the Muslim faith is really about because of so much of the me- what the media portrays it over here. Could you just um explain both of you can explain like the true meaning of Islam and um, what
1: the faith is really all about? Um, Islam means peace. Um, that's really all. It there's there's so many people that are trying to make it something that isn't. And I was, 99.9% of Muslims aren't bad. I'm not a bad person. I haven't killed anyone. I haven't done anything of that matter. So when people try to like say that Muslims are bad, it just irritates me because like people know who I am like I'm sure someone knows at least one Muslim how many people know a bad Muslim so it's just it's just aggravating Um, Yeah, yeah
2: I agree it growing up I would listen to my cousins all the time talk about it and they would teach me more and more about it every single day and there was never any negative side to it it's it's really similar to a lot of other religions. Like there's a few minor differences and it's, it is really frustrating when people relate it to negative things because there are tons of bad people in this world who are Muslim, Muslim either. And it's annoying when no one else recognizes that. And they always just resort to saying Muslims are bad because of their religion, because it really has nothing to do with that.
0: Um, Another question I wanted to ask, I know you guys are both present at the um, gathering that they have here at St. Bonaventure, and just how does it make you feel that as a community, as a small school here, we still have representation of so many people, like, in support of uh, the Muslim religion, against the travel ban, against the executive order. Like, how did that make you feel seeing all the people that came out for that, even in our tiny schools?
1: I can't even say that I felt happy because I felt way more than that. I was just so proud of my school to stand up for something like this when a lot of other schools haven't. Um, It was a community event, so it was open to the public. I saw a lot of faces that didn't, like a lot of people that didn't go to Banas at the event, including my parents and my sister. So it was really nice to see so many people in support um, of. Muslims and people
0: against the ban. Yeah, it
2: actually yes, made me tear up a little bit. It was really nice to see people come out, and I don't really think many people there were actually Muslims, so it was nice to see people of other religions, like, care and support us.
0: Uh, that's another question I had. Um, does it make you guys happy when you see people, different kinds of people? I know it's kind of like beating a dead horse when, there's a bunch of uh, Muslims gathered saying we're not bad people. We're not bad people. But when you have support of other Christians or people of not, no religion at all, like, is that something you guys love to see? Would you like to see more of that?
2: Absolutely, I would
0: love to see yeah. more of that. Yeah. Because um, I know sometimes it's just it's uh, a wider variety of people is always a help. And I know um, there's been rallies all over. Um, I was present in one in Buffalo, and you said you were at one in Buffalo. And just seeing all the support has been something that's kind of positive. But um, I would just like you guys to touch on, like, do you think that, because the ban has been lifted um, as of right now, but I think it's important to not stop and to continue to rally um, because you never know with the checks and balances how things could go through um, and what could end up happening. So if you have a message to tell people right now, um, what would your message be to them about the whole situation?
2: Well, I don't think Um, people should ever – like, I feel like whether things are good or bad right now, people should keep going because knowing how Trump has been lately, like, you never know how he's going to change his mind and not even him himself, just the whole party and just a lot of people who do side with him are still really rude and violent and just a mess, so I don't think people should ever stop fighting for what's right, or always preaching what's right, because it's just, things have changed so quickly. He hasn't been president for that long, and look how much has changed.
1: Uh, I'd have to agree with Anissa. Um, I know he wants to, like, have this ban reinstated, and he's been, I've been following his speech, and he just wants to, like, overthrow the federal judge, and uh, I'm really happy that this judge did this. Um, It was really nice to see that, like, there is still, like, checks and balances in place. Um, So I just think that, like, you cannot discriminate one race, one religion. You can't, like, the majority of the people who live there are Muslim. So you can't tell me it's a Muslim man or it's not a Muslim man. So, like, we're we're innocent people. So I would just like to see more support and to keep going like this um, because more and more people are going to join
0: for sure. Um, I want to thank you guys for both calling in today and being a part of the podcast. Um, We love seeing all the support at St. Bonaventure. I know you two do, too. I just want to see it continue as much as you do. So thank you guys for coming on today.
1: Thank you you for for having us.